With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. It is your Classic Metal Show right here on the ClassicMetalShow.com. That was brand new music from the band Vader. The name of that tune was Into Oblivion. It is from the Solitude of Madness release. Brand new stuff from this super heavy death metal band. And on the line is the guitarist and the vocalist of the Mighty Vader. It is Peter Wazarczyk. How are you, Peter? Hey, how I got How's it going? Good, real good, man. It's always good when New Vader comes along because it, it. You guys are one of those bands that when you get a release, you don't whether it's an EP or even a, or a full length album, you pretty much know that you're about to get bludgeoned by just extreme metal and no no let up here, man. Solitude of Madness is outstanding. Thank you, dude. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, as we busy guys, so we uh, so we do music, we create music. If not playing, touring, but uh, uh, you know the situation at the moment uh, is uh, bad. So uh, we stay home, you know, trying to prepare for the next trip that will be as soon as possible. But <laughs> who knows when? But we need to be ready. You know, like always. Right, of course. And, you know, it, it's a weird thing with the situation that we're all in here around the world with everybody being quarantined. You know, in, in a way, this might be a good thing for a band like Vader that, you know, there's going to be so many people that are sitting home looking for new new music to listen to and new, you know, new bands to discover. And certainly while you guys have been around for a very long time, there's a lot of people, especially younger people, that probably have not experienced your music before that might while they're sitting at home, don't you think? Yeah, every bad side's got good side, right? Yeah. Uh, you know that, you know, this global situation actually forced us to stay home, which is actually the only way to kill the pandemic, you know, so we have to stay separated. But all in all, we have that tool called Internet, so we can stay separate in a flash, but we can stay connected uh, between friends, like with all the world, just using that, you know, great tool, you know. And uh, so we, that's what we do now, by the way. And, uh, you know, at the moment, so we've been waiting for the release of a new album. So I just use that time when I'm home. So Vader, as you mentioned, is a busy band. And usually we're not touring, we're recording. So we focus pretty much on the music. So finally, we can use the situation not just for a promotion, also just to stay with family, stay home, slow down a bit, you know, in that fast, quick life. 
And, uh, you know, just, just use it, you know? And, uh, (laughs) and, uh, as I said, like I'm optimistic person. So, uh, I know that the situation, uh, just, uh, expect a pretty much discipline from us, the cooperation, but I, I'm sure that sooner or later the problem will be solved and we will hit the road again, you know? Sure. You're you're not going to get lazy on us and just decide you want it. You're comfortable staying home, are you? <laughs> you know, it's as I said. Sometimes I need it. It's like we are busy for the last years, and uh, we did not have that much time just to to really to uh, to relax a bit. You know, so using that time now, so uh, we just combine relaxing with work because, as I mentioned before, so this is a time to informed people inform fans about what's coming up sure. i mean the new vera album and uh so that's what i'm doing now at the moment absolutely well well uh peter you know 16 albums or 16 releases so far and it the surprising thing for for a band like vader for any band really that that stays around as long as you have you guys continue to get heavier with every release. At this point, a lot of your contemporaries have either broken up or they've mellowed somewhat. You know, I, I would argue with most people that Solitude of Madness is the heaviest release that you've done to date. Uh, I got the feeling, you know, uh, I could I could just divide uh, Vader's story into some chapters, and definitely the first one uh, was kind of... Uh, uh, kind of race between the bands, like kind of competition and speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, not maybe literally, because like we we are friends and uh, it's, it was nothing about like competition, the real competition. But, you know, it's just like influencing each other. We wanted to play faster, stronger, more brutal, you know. And I think for Vader, Litany, uh, that album that was out uh, at the end of 20th century, uh, it was just kind of like uh, the turning point for us. Uh, since then, uh, I mean, the next album recorded right after, it was a bit slowed down, you know, so I just tried to smuggle up to the music, to Vader music, a little bit different feelings. Uh, so uh, more slower songs, more catchy songs started to be created. And uh, also we just get some, we are using that in the studio and on stage, some samples, the background that we used uh, for a couple of albums. And, you know, after two decades, uh, it came that time that I felt the same hunger, you know, to get back to the roots, to the real Vader from old days when we just focus on speed. And, uh, of course, this is not just the same Vader. This is that Vader plus uh, 20 more years of experience traveling, you know, knowing the world sure. and they're working. And, uh, but still, uh, this is uh, same style and, uh, the same, uh, mm, uh, class of songs, if I can name that, like short blasting, you know, sure. uh, rough and, uh, with no mercy, you know, so litany were like that and was like that. And, uh, and madness is kind of, you know, and uh, of course not the same, but if I could ever like compare this album with any other Vader album, that would be definitely Litany or Black to the Blind. Okay. Well, let me, let me ask you this, Peter. How important has it been now that you've had 
what I think is the longest stable lineup that you've ever had as as Vader. I mean, I, this lineup that you have now is going on a decade together. You know, the the exact same lineup has that helped focus both you and the music to you know to to get to where you've gotten to now. You know, of course, this is a this is a perfect situation. Of course, I uh, uh, it's almost like nine years we we together, so definitely is the most stable lineup ever in Vader history. It helps definitely because like we know each other much better, so we know what to expect from each other. You know, uh, uh, we spent so much time on tour together, and we still do not hate each other right. that's a huge success and uh, but maybe because like after the touring so we still try to uh, spend our life in the privacy with our own families our own friends you know it's not that much time for that but still and uh, of course uh, the whole pro- like procedure of you know creation like did not really change you know it's just easy to work with somebody you know better and uh, you were working for so long time together so actually like we are progressing together uh, parallel so uh, that helps definitely sure. if i can say so as a composer you know in a band and uh but all in all you know i i had so many changes in the past so it's definitely uh if if uh I would need just to work with somebody else that wouldn't be like the end of the world, you know. Right. But as I said, though, I really like to stay in a stable lineup uh, because it's just I can focus on a, on a progress and focus on the music and no need just to think about how to organize something or, in, you know what I mean, like everything mm-hmm. in a band. So, uh, right, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely happy that even if we're so different in ages, you know, James actually could be my son, literally, so <laughs> no problem. And uh, the age, you know, doesn't mean problems. As you see, like, we can just be different people with different character and different age and still work as a perfect engine or perfect team and uh, on stage and out outside of stage, you know. So that's good, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, Peter, uh, the one thing that has become a – it's become a characteristic of Vader for the last – several releases and you know probably about a decade or so now is that there always seems to be just a ton of music being written whether it's whether it's an album like this one that has you know a bunch of songs or usually there's an accompanying ep that comes out six seven eight months ahead of it with five or six new songs as well it just seems like you always have a lot more music than a lot of other bands is that is it a case where you just have so much music to release or is it that you just really don't like to make decisions on what to release versus what to just say, nah, not good enough? You know, uh, new songs and new riffs, new ideas, they like uh, coming up instantly, you know, like it's not just like uh, we got new ideas just when we entered studio for next album release. Okay. It's not like that. It just, uh, uh, the la- actually last decade uh, was not that like like the first years of their existence in Dozius. Really, we we were releasing way more, you know, and uh, almost between each album. So we had something like live album, like EP, a single, or like some like the, the cover songs compilation or whatever. And lately, like since we started to cooperate with Nuclear Blast, actually they were not that much inter- interested in releasing like a 
smaller releases, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, the main points were uh, full-length albums and and so we like focus on that one but like there were situations like uh last year when uh, actually we were like ready to enter the studio and record album you know actually we were ready to uh, to start recording of a new album at the end of 2018 uh, but uh, the situation like forced us just to delay the album like first everything started with with uh, uh the, the idea of changing the studio because like after almost 15 years of recordings in one studio and the same producers, even if that's great studio and even if I really like to work in, in, in Hertz studios. So uh, you need, you know, you need a chance just to change. You need like new, to, to, to breathe with new air, you know, to, to change the producer, like to, to be motivated in some different place by somebody else, you know, sure. to, to, to lift up the sound, you know, to change it. And uh, I was about the time to do it. And uh, so we decided to uh, just uh, change it, you know, totally. Uh, there were some options. Uh, finally, we took the decision to go to England to a grindstone studio to work with uh, Scott Atkins. Okay. It was actually one of the reasons one of these was uh, that our uh, the James, you know, a drummer. So he was working in the studio with Scott before. So it makes to me that it's not that stressful for him uh, to record his part and actually drums. It's the you know this backbone. So it's the most important. And I really wanted to give him uh, the hundred uh, percent like freedom, you know, to 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 make him hundred percent feeling good. You know what I mean? And. Uh, it, and of course, I because that's the first time for years since I was working somewhere else. So to me, that was also kind of motivating. You know, Scott is a pretty motivating person, you know. Sure. Actually, uh, that was him who forced me, for example, just to focus a little bit more than usually on the vocal part. You know, I never really spent that much time for releasing a vocal, which uh, which is like a huge difference because the vocal in the last album it's it's uh, it's just the most a uh, thing, uh, just the best, you know, and mm -hmm. if I can compare. First, uh, I just uh, divide the work and try to uh, to make it different on the different songs, like not make it boring, just sounding the same for a whole album. So I started that idea like a couple of albums before, but this is just a monumentum when, uh, when, uh, when I found a producer who just even... It got that, you know, feeling right. and forced me and helped me just to 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 experiment in some part. You know, it's like uh, also the English Eng English English, you know, on the albums mm -hmm. is probably the most experienced. Like it, uh, uh, so I used the opportunity when we recorded the album in England, like with English producers. So uh, I asked just to help. So he he tried just to help me how to pronounce, just to make this this growling or screaming still clear just to understand, you know, for, for English speaking persons as well. Sure. So that was uh, also, and of course the whole sound in general, so, you know, starting with drums, which is uh, way more natural. Uh, so we recorded uh, using uh, like uh, as less electronic as possible. So no triggers everywhere, it's just microphones. And I use, because James is, is typical old school drummers with fucking strong hands. Right. So I would just uh, blasphemy, don't use that, you know, opportunity. 
So he he actually created great. Uh, so we are working on tracks. So so we're changing that pretty much. Even after we got the song already done, and we felt that we should add something or just to change something, we did it in the studio. So that was the process was like very creative, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, guitars, of course, this is so uh, you read off of the mod on guitar. So uh, there is. Uh, now you can just uh, recognize the bass and guitars like working together. There's still there's still the same style. We still play, uh, you know, death thrash metal, whatever. But it's still brutal extreme metal. But uh, there is not that compressed. Guitars are more sharp, bright, and more you know attacking, you know, and uh, uh, compared to what we were recording in Heart Studios. And uh, this is actually the main difference that made the whole sound uh, maybe not total. But still different, you know, compared to the previous releases, you know. Sure. And uh, you know, it might be interesting for all those fans who knows us since like several years, mostly on on the albums recorded in the last fifteen years in the Hatch Studios. Sure. Well, you you certainly it, it, the production is a big, big, big upgrade. I mean, the just just this current album, Solitude and Madness, and the EP that came roughly a year ago thy messenger are phenomenal as far as the actual just sound quality that comes through your through your speakers or through your headphones and and if if i have any bitch at all about anything that you've done it's that you took so long between thy messenger and now because i've been trying to get people to listen to thy messenger for the entire time it's been since it came out i think it came out last april or may or something it is damn near a oh, wow. perfect, it's what, damn near, a, it's a damn near perfect death metal release with, it, it clocks in at like 15 minutes, it has a Judas Priest tune that's sort of memorable, and it, and it has just four really great songs on it as well. It's so good. You know, it, it was it was actually something like, um, we decided to, to do because we already knew that the album will be delayed, so we did not mm-hmm. even know that it's going to be that delayed. But uh, when we entered the studio in May, uh, we, we released the album in May. Actually, it was the same time when we started recording uh, the Soldier and the Madness, you know, in England. So actually, uh, mm, that was just the last-minute decision, just to enter the head studio for the last time before uh, changing the producer. And uh, to release uh, the few songs from the, actually this album supposed to be part of Solid Madness, you know. Just mm-hmm. uh, after we recorded that, like uh, I decided to leave, uh, just to keep some tunes just on that release. So I I, I kept uh, the opening uh, 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 the opening song, and I also of course kept like priest stealer cover mm-hmm. uh because it's a cover so actually that was like adding song add additional songs on that released sure and uh and the, the next songs you know um, uh, uh they were actually a part of solitude madness and that's why you know they are in solitude madness just re-released recorded in next studio in different studio with different song you know uh-huh. uh, but all in all uh, it was a good decision after what happened you know it took a year you know since since uh, Die Messenger was released, and uh, till till uh, the new full length album will be released, so, uh, it, nobody knew that that's going to take that much time. But 
all in all, the situation just forced us to do that. You know, we supposed to record the album and release album at the end of the year, but then after uh, the discussion with uh, the Nuclear Blast office, so we decided just to push it a bit to to January or February. But after that, so we still uh, the, the Nuclear Blast still asked us just to for, for a little bit more time for promotion for preparing everything because that was you know always between years there's like a busy time for every record company. And so actually after that many uh, months of waiting, so so these two months did did not make any difference actually, you know, for fans. Right. So all in all, it's, that was, I think, good decision to record EP, even if, even if I did, did not really wanted to do that. Right. But after what happened was just something for fans just to prepare for what's coming with the new album, you know, awesome. I guess. Awesome. Well, Peter, the new album is called Solitude of Madness. It is definitely worth getting. It's from Vader, and I will personally again recommend Thy Messenger, which is as good an EP as you're ever going to get from anybody that does death metal. And Peter, as a tradition on the show, we always let the artist pick a closing track from the new album. Maybe tell us a quick story about it. So what would you like us to wrap this interview up with? <laughs> One of those songs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe, maybe shortly I... I, I say I, I, I say uh, what forced me just to to keep some songs to make the whole album sounding like more more different, you know. Because actually, uh, if I would follow my first feel and my first uh, uh, plan, uh, so the the whole album would be mostly like the opening track, uh, both for Light Messenger and Sergeant Madness. But you know. Uh, when we were in the studio and after we were like listening to this song, so so I finally decided just to keep to, to re-record it emptiness this song, which actually is a leftover after uh, the Empire session, okay. because this is a reef I I had no just time to release it. We we have all songs collected already. Uh, the the whole album was complete. So uh, this was the, this reef and something I, I decided to left for later. And uh, uh, just because it's so different, you know, this song got that that heavy metal thrash, early thrash, you know, feel, and uh, that's why I decided to keep it. You know, it's on a B side, but still. And the same with the other song. Uh, it's called uh, uh, "Dancing in a Slaughterhouse." This is a cover song of one of the most popular bands in Poland, and just in Poland, the band is called Acid Drinkers. And this is one of uh, the covers they made. They they recorded a lot of albums, and uh, you know they actually they were about to release a tribute album, uh, which is a compilation of cover songs and recorded by many absolutely different bands, not just metal bands. And of course, because we have friends, they asked us to to if we're interested. We were. Sure. And uh, after we recorded the song, it sounded so great. You know, it's like I don't know how can I compare it. It's, to us, it sounded like like early '80s, early thrash metal bands. You know, okay. it's just that riff with this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so we said, like, why not? It's cover now, but we don't need it. But it's just keep it because it, it makes the whole album sounding even more interesting. You know? Sure. Right. <laughs> and uh, and the only one uh, which uh, which is left uh, by the program. Uh, by the plan is the last song on the album bones actually this song is gonna be our third single that will be released soon uh, soon before the, the the whole album will be released 
And uh, just because this is a, the slower song, the slowest song on the album. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of tradition, I think, for the last few albums uh, or even more that the, the croning song, it's usually different, usually slower, you know. It's something just, you know, to live kind of feeling it, you know. It's just, I shouldn't do that, you know. It was just always kind of decision. And I always was following that tradition, like, all right, let's leave this and the last one, you know. Sure. Same here. So first, I wanted just to do against that tradition, but all in all, finally, I said no, no. <laughs> let's let's leave that at the end. But it's different, but it's still heavy. Sure. It's still uh, kind of old schoolish, but mm-hmm. I'm sure it's gonna be one of those heats that fans will love, especially when we gonna stay on stage and play in life. Absolutely. And play in life. So uh, you know. All right. Well, just, let's... just, just my few, you know, thoughts about about those those three examples, you know. All right. Well, let's check it out right now. Let's play some Vader. It is Vader right here on your classic metal show. Right now at Kohl's, take an extra twenty five percent off top active brands, including Under Armour for her. Get Nike shoes for the family, forty eight seventy five and under, and save on Levi's denim for the family. Plus, get limited contact store drive-up and get even more for your wallet with Kohl's Cash. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. 25% off Under Armour ends August 9th. Nike ends August 8th. Levi's sale ends August 30th. Offers and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com.